Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Becoming Human Again. Today, I will be discussing mother wounds, wounds inflicted upon us by our mothers that in turn left us with mommy issues. Mommy issues that we've taken and held onto into our adult lives. I'll be discussing my own personal mother wounds as well as some things my mother has done. I will be discussing some situations from past relationships. This is not to put anyone in a bad light or to bash or to judge. Those attributes are not allowed on this podcast. I simply speak from personal real-life observations. And if any family members come upon this and listen, it does not give you the right to bash my mother, judge her, or talk down on her. I'm simply stating my experience and how it has affected me. If you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all, even if it is behind their back. I have hopes that other mothers and other men and women who deal with certain behaviors, habits, and mindsets that stem from mother wounds can shift their perspective and heal themselves so they don't inflict pain on those around them. Hurt people hurt people. Heal the hurt. You know the drill. Grab a snack, get comfy, grab a notepad and a pen. Let's get into it. Growing up, I was not allowed to express who I was as Maya. It seemed like everything I wore, how I did my hair, how I did my makeup, how I danced, how I talked, how I walked, was intricately torn down with the words of my mother. If I put on something that I felt truly confident in or thought I looked good in or just simply really liked, and yes, it was appropriate clothing before anyone says anything, she would say in the most condescending tone of voice, is that what you're wearing? And follow it with looking me up and down as if I was a walking science experiment all with a very twisted look on her face. She would say, why can't you just be normal? I remember when I would tell my mom I wanted to sing or I did something that was creative or simply being a child or doing something that I was proud of, she would immediately put it down. She would say things in such a condescending tone. If I dropped something like a cup or maybe tripped over my feet, she would ask me, what's wrong with you? for little normal everyday mistakes that everyone makes. She made me feel like an outcast for those little everyday mistakes. She would have a face that looked like I ruined her entire day. She would act like I ruined her entire day and ruined the family name from simply accidentally dropping a cup. I remember the first day out of what would have been many years of my sexual assault and I couldn't tell her. I didn't tell my mom a lot of things that happened to me or what I went through because it was not safe. Imagine being a child going through something so traumatic or maybe simply just having a bad day. But you couldn't tell your mom because she would immediately put you down or say something like, ah, what do you have to feel that way about? I knew I would be met with invalidation and judgment or blame no matter what because that was the foundation she had laid out. She made me feel disgusting. I felt like I didn't belong anywhere. It made me feel guilty for being who I was. I have felt guilty all my life for who I truly am and the things I truly love and am interested in. All because my mother portrayed to me that who I was and how I looked and what I did and talents of my own weren't right. They were weird. They weren't acceptable. They weren't normal. And this was drilled into my subconscious. Now to the moms, when you do this and say these things to your child, You are tearing down their self-esteem. You are causing their self-identity to vanish. 
they will begin to think they don't know who they are because who they are has been damned by you. Who they are has been rejected by the person who is supposed to do nothing but love them the most. You have laid the foundation to the house of your relationship with your child and then wonder why they don't want to talk to you when they move out or they come to never or they never come to see you. So naturally, what did I do in response to this? I began doing everything in my power to please her, to receive genuine love from her. I quickly realized that whenever I would clean the house, do the dishes, cook dinner, do her hair, I would get a huge smile out of her and praise and maybe a hug, but lots of praise. And that felt good. However, I would only receive affection from my mother or lovingly tones when she wanted something. And this built a hatred in me towards her like no other. Because although I wasn't an adult, I knew what being fake was. And I hated it. She wouldn't genuinely want to know about my day. How do I know that? Because she would ask me about it. And then mid-telling her, she would cut me off and ask me to do something for her. In the most fake, nice, fake, lovingly voice. I could never get that genuine love and feeling of being wanted by my mother. Other than when she needed me to do something for her. Or when she needed or wanted something from me a huge example was when i grew up and was able to decide when and if i wanted to go to church when i would go to church with her i was the most amazing daughter the most god-sent daughter you could ever have but when i didn't she would take jabs at me and say well i guess you don't want to be seen with me i guess you don't love me enough i guess you don't care about your soul i was the worst thing on earth then or so she made it seem Or if I told her I was genuinely too tired to help her with her hair that night because I had just came from track practice. It was, you never do anything for me. You don't care about me. Mothers, when you do this, you are telling your daughter or son that they are not worthy of love unless they are giving or providing something. When in reality, sons and daughters out there, you are worthy of love simply by existing. By default, you are worthy of love. And it always baffles me when I hear people say, well, that was when they were a kid. They should know better by now that that's not how it works. No, no, they don't know better because it was drilled into their subconscious as a child and it turned their subconscious outward into how they treat people, into how they operate in the world. I think people forget that children mimic their surroundings. They mimic their environments and they are highly impressionable. Their mind is in the developmental stages and the subconscious soaks up everything they are being told and seeing and hearing. And you may think your child is young and naive and they can't read between the lines, but trust me, they've read between the lines and all the chapters in your twisted little book. They can feel when it's not right. They can feel when you are not treating them right. But because they're children and they love you so much, they'll do anything they can to receive that love from you. Children are pure and innocent. It's the world and the adults that cause them to morph into and dabble in evil. Showing your children they are not worthy of love unless they are giving something of themselves or providing something, whether physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, is what causes destructive people-pleasing methods in their adult life. To my girls and women, mother wounds can show up in a multitude of ways, especially in relationships. For me, my mother wound showed up as not speaking up for myself and not standing up for myself in fear of not being liked, directly correlated to people-pleasing. 
You don't want to do anything that might make that person not like you or not love you. Even when they are completely disrespecting you and devaluing you and taking advantage of you. In my relationships, there was a pattern of doing wifey things on a girlfriend's salary. Like doing laundry, folding clothes, cleaning or picking up after them. Although I was doing these things from a standpoint of I'm doing this expecting nothing in return. And it makes me happy to serve simply because I wanted to because I love them. However, if you don't know your worth, if your worth has been torn down, if your self-esteem is low, it can be very easy, depending on who you are with, to be taken advantage of. I allowed my mother to break all unspoken boundaries of mine, some boundaries I didn't even know I had. But it was from the root of people-pleasing, because I wanted her love. If I do this for my mom, she'll show me love. She'll be grateful and I'll seem amazing to her. But that wasn't the case. Allowing people we know or people we are in relationships with to break your boundaries does not make them show you and give you the love you deserve. It only shows them how much disrespect you are willing to take without standing up for yourself. Which levels of disrespect are you okay with? You are showing them how to treat you. You are literally giving them a manipulated blueprint on how to treat you. I say manipulated because your behavior is stemming from mother wounds, which is inauthentic. Even if you are doing things out of the kindness of your heart, it is inauthentic because at the end of the day, you are still operating from a place of people pleasing. It's wonderful to do things for others, even if it is genuine, which most times it is. However, it gets bad when you're giving parts of yourself away because in between the I don't minds and it's okays, you're disrespecting yourself. You're lying to yourself. You didn't really want to do all of those things. Maybe you were tired, but you said yes anyways because you didn't want them to get mad at you or you didn't want them to call you lazy or you didn't want them to say like they just don't care or you don't clean, but you did it anyways, which then builds resentment towards that person and the resentment will just keep building because you won't speak up, which means they can keep getting away with it. For example, in a previous relationship of mine, one of my biggest things I was becoming drained with was cleaning after them. There's a difference in cleaning and then cleaning after someone. Shoes would be left in the middle of the closet entryway. Boxers would be left in front of the toilet that is directly in front of the closet that has the laundry basket in it. Food packaging or bottles would be left out in a room for a few days. Things like this happen all the time. And you know, I would pick it up. I would place the shoes in the shoe rack. I would place the clothes in the laundry basket. I would fold the clothes, hang them up. I finally gained the courage to speak up and ask, hey, would you mind just placing your clothes into the laundry basket so they are on the floor? I was met with the response of, well, I worked all day, or I'm tired, or I didn't notice it, and of course it frustrated me, but I continued to let it happen. One day I finally told them, hey, it makes me feel taken advantage of when you don't clean after yourself because it seems like you do these things on purpose because you know I'm going to do it anyways. They said, well, I don't want you to ever feel that way I don't want to make you ever feel that way and I'll work on it it only got worse I say that to say ladies if you don't heal the mother inflicted wounds in you you will allow people to walk all over you you will do wifey things on a girlfriend's salary before you know in your heart if you are with someone who values you you won't speak up for yourself you'll keep things bottled in for the sake of keeping peace quote unquote and keeping others in good standing with you from looking like the bad guy when at the end of the day you just wanted to be heard and valued and respected. All of this at the sake of your own internal peace.
You'll give your body to those who don't deserve. You'll give your heart to those who don't know they even have one. You'll search for love wherever you can find it when love is to seek you out. Even if it's with a manipulative narcissist, it's better than having to figure out life on your own, right? It's better than feeling lonely, right? You're not getting hit, so it's okay, right? You aren't getting yelled at, so it's okay. You aren't getting cussed out and having things thrown at you, so it's alright. It's not alright. It's still inflicting wounds internally, in your mind, in your heart, in your confidence, in your self-esteem. Mother wounds, and father wounds, but we're talking about mommy issues today. Mother wounds in women can lead them into narcissistic relationships. Narcissists seek out the weak or the vulnerable. They seek out someone who they can sense won't tell them off, who they can sense will do whatever for them. They can sense if you have a genuine nature about you. Then they'll subconsciously or consciously rip that genuine nature of yours apart because they don't feel good about themselves and their own choices. They will project. One of the most hurtful things I have ever been asked after almost a six-year relationship was what did I bring to the table other than sex? When you operate out of a wounded place, you attract people and men who will purposely disregard your value, purposely disregard who you are, purposely try to decrease your self-esteem and confidence, who will do anything to make you feel worthless so they can feel on top themselves. When you don't act in your true worth, you show others how to treat you. You'll fall for tactics so easily because the mother wound has left you vulnerable. I know some girls who have gotten themselves into certain relationships where they take so much. Heal the mother wound so you can eventually attract someone who is genuine, selfless, and patient. Heal the mother wound so you can stop lowering your value. You are more valuable than gold. You are worth a man dying on a cross for you. You are worth dying for. That's how valuable you are. To my young boys and men, Mother wounds surfacing in relationships can show up as resentment. This can look like not cleaning, cleaning after yourself, not doing your laundry, not believing in quality time or dates. Your resentment towards your mother subconsciously shows in the way that you view and treat women. You keeping the things she truly desires the most from her. You purposely not doing basic human duties in a household because you think all of those duties are to be left for the woman to do not thinking of the extra burden you may be putting onto her with not taking care of your own personal items that are yours for yourself. You believe your significant other is to look after you. They are not your mother. Not all, but some men want mommies. They don't want a girlfriend. They don't want a partner. They want a mommy. Some men view women as trophies to simply help them look good and get ahead in their life. It causes some of you to get into relationships and say, I gave her all this money. I gave them all these nice things. I gave them this, I gave them that. I did this for her, I did that for her and they still don't appreciate it or it's not enough. You're not trying to do those things for your lover. You are, but you're not. You are operating out of still trying to please your mother because that is how you were able to receive quote unquote love from her and you didn't receive the love you truly needed from her simply by existing or being yourself you had to earn it this is not for all men or young boys if this resonates with you then it resonates with you if not 
it's not for you. You know, yeah, you did all these things for your significant other, but did you listen to her? Did you let her flow in her feelings to you without judgment? Did you spend intimate quality time with her? Did you love her even on her worst days and encourage her instead of abandoning her emotionally because you don't know how to handle that because the only way you know how to show love is providing, but not with emotional vulnerability and true openness? Women need that. You, man, you needed that, but you didn't get it. So when your lover is showing signs that they need those things, it is easier for you to judge them and blame them and avoid them emotionally than having to look in the mirror and say, I don't know how to give them that. I don't want to work for this. And you don't know how to give them that or do the work because you didn't receive it in the way you truly needed it by the person who was meant to love you the most. You had no example. And having to face that hurts you more than being emotionally vulnerable and expressing emotional intelligence. Maybe you thought your partner shouldn't even be acting this way because of all the things you've done for her and bought for her and have given to her. That's not love. Love is not doing things for someone and then throwing it back in their face. Love is genuine. Part of love is doing something for someone out of the genuine kindness of your heart because you love them and want them to be joyful and happy and to feel needed and wanted and taken care of. Not because you are expecting something in return that's manipulation that is not love and expecting something in return and reciprocation in relationships are two different things and I'll get into that on another episode you don't earn love from a parent that parent is supposed to love you unconditionally and unwarranted you're still trying to subconsciously please your mother through your behaviors and actions towards your partner when all your partner really wants is quality time. They probably don't care about what car you drive, what car you can get, how big your house is, what type of house you can get, what clothes you wear, what shoes you wear, when all they really want is you and for you to be the best version of yourself possible. But even the best version of yourself in your mind is a warped version based around what your mother made you believe was the best version of you, which was a people-pleasing, emotionally void provider who gave outside of your realms as a child. If it resonates, sit with that. If it doesn't, leave it alone. The mother wound in young boys and men can keep them from having a true healthy relationship. Meaning when you finally get someone who's genuinely just wanting the best for you and has no ulterior motives, you see it as an attack, you see it as a threat. You think this can't be it because you're used to fighting for love. Love isn't to be fought for. Love is easy. It takes work, but it doesn't take fighting for. When you're willing to heal your own wounds and change toxic behaviors, there's nothing to fight when you're doing the work. As I've gotten older, I know that my mother has wounds of her own. This does not excuse things that she has said to me or done to me or position she has put me in. But I know she has trauma. Trauma? <laughs> she has trauma and her wounds of her own. And her wounds wound me. But sitting in bitterness won't heal me. Snapping at her won't heal me. I'm not talking about raising, you know, my tone with a little attitude in it to defend myself. I'm talking the she hasn't said anything to me and you 
and you know I come at her sideways. Snapping at her keeps me at a low level in the sense of I'm in a state of constant anger and bitterness and rage, even if it's not seen to the extent it is on that inside, on the outside of me. Now, if you have a narcissistic mother, she wants you to do this. Narcissists have certain tactics to purposely try and get you to fall, try and get you to step out of character so they can say, I told you she was crazy. I told you she was this or that. When in reality, you're reacting to mistreatment but they don't see their mistreatment. They only see your reaction because they want to villainize you. Can she make you look worse than she feels about herself? This is where forgiveness comes in. And I think a lot of people have the definition of forgiveness a little messed up. People get so mad when they hear, you need to forgive them. They get so mad and they're like, no, like they don't deserve that. Da, 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 da. Forgiveness doesn't mean you have to forget what they did to you. It means you're letting it go. Letting it go in the sense that you are no longer letting it affect how you operate in yourself, in your mind, in the world, and those around you. Forgiving someone does not discredit what they have done to you. It does not mean what they did to you was not wrong or hurtful or done with malicious intent. Forgiveness is control over your own peace. Forgiveness is meeting someone where they are at and then moving accordingly the best you know how that is best for you and your growth. You can be mad at that person. You can even hate that person. But keeping yourself in that hatred, anger, and resentment is self-sabotage. It's self-sabotage because when you are operating out of anger, resentment, and hatred, you're hurting your own soul. You're delaying your own blessings. Ever heard of be sad, but don't be sad too long. They say that because if you sit in sadness too long, if you sit in that anger and resentment for too long, you miss out on the work you could have been doing to heal so you can create the best life you deserve for no one else but yourself. And healing, succeeding, thriving, getting healthy, taking care of yourself, that is the best form of revenge you can ever have. Why? Because you've shown them they can't break you. You allow the person who hurt you to break you and destroy you when you ruminate and operate off of pain and resentment. That is how you let them win their psychotic, twisted game. Don't let them win. Unforgiveness keeps us in a place of projection. Projection is when you reverse your true feelings about something or someone onto something or someone else. Maybe someone else who has never done anything to you. Maybe to those who genuinely love you the most Harboring anger and resentment keeps you low. You're meant to thrive high. Don't do things out of spite. Don't do things from a perspective of, well, I'll show them. Of course, it can be motivation, but don't let it be the sole reason you are doing something. Do it for you because you deserve it. Period. You're worthy of a healthy, joyous, happy, healthy, wealthy life. And guess what? You can create that all by yourself all by yourself remember if you ever need anyone to talk to or simply want to be heard contact me at becominghuman.pod at gmail.com if you don't want a response and just want to vent and know that someone is out here that hears you and sees you simply state that in the email that no response is necessary and I will respect your wishes
I hope I was able to shift some perspectives today to be a catalyst to someone beginning their healing journey today. Some revelations you may have, especially those directly correlated to mother and father wounds, can be almost shell-shocking, so take it slow. Take it day by day. As long as you're doing the work and reprogramming your mind, you're always one step closer to a genuinely free, peaceful life. I love you. You are loved. You are worthy. You are valued. And you can do this.